Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Time for the Baloo Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and see what wow really means. 10 o'clock hour on the fan, presented by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to ChampionshipLaw.com. The locker room show has left left the building on Brian Finneran's birthday. Finn's still counting these things. Just wait a couple of years. And a quick counting, brother. All right, got Adam and uh, DT ready to roll. Let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. If only Stetson Bennett had accepted that late invitation from the Senior Bowl. He would not be dealing with this embarrassing public intoxication arrest in Texas. It would have been a perfect way to turn the page from his epic college football career to the pro ranks. Suddenly, the obstacles seem to be piling up as far as the NFL opportunity goes. Last week, it was the red flag that he and Coach Munkin had a Rocky relationship. And, you know, Todd now is interviewing for all these NFL offensive coordinator jobs. Now, this week, Stad is staring at a criminal record. And the NFL personnel execs were already, before those other two things happened, they were already ready to pile on Stetson because of his measurables. Is Stetson Bennett going to be able to overcome all this negativity and find a spot on an NFL roster? Right now, that looks like a long shot. NFL teams are searching for backup quarterbacks who are supportive, reliable, stable, patient, and dependable. And right now, that doesn't sound like Stetson. Can he recover from this and get the car back on the road? Baker Mayfield did, and so can Stetson. My advice, go quiet, go undercover, get back to work, lay off the partying, and get ready to fall on the sword when it's time to interview at the Combine. And there's your big take today. So we get the show started on this Tuesday, January 31st. Where'd January go? 
man, it's coming and going fast. Now we're moving right on into February. As we get ready for Super Bowl 57, we'll have some of that talk a little later in the show. Looking forward to having a guest right off the top here. As we get ready for baseball season, spring training now just around the corner. Well, we a little under three weeks from the uh, full team showing up down in Northport, down around the Sarasota area. And uh, that is going to be awesome. All right, so I want you to I want to invite you to check out our podcast here at 680 The Fan. The Podcast Park is brought to you by Associated Credit Union, and we've got you covered. A lot of different type of podcasts out there, and right now you're checking out Buck's Beat, Episode 80, A Dive into the Brave Shortstop Situation. And Mark Lemke, the former Brave second baseman, joins me to help break it down as we get ready for uh, Vaughn Grissom trying to win that job down at spring training. Can't wait to see how that unfolds. We're going to talk a little Braves baseball a little later in the show. Looking forward to that. Some of the boys at the coffee shop are wondering what that batting order is going to look like. We'll uh, we'll give you a little glimpse at that as far as uh, my stance goes coming up in a moment. Right now, though, let's go to the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on... Chip Carey, who had an amazing 18-year run in Atlanta calling Braves games. And, Chip, it uh, looks like a homecoming for you heading to St. Louis. Your your dad was born there. I believe you graduated high school there. Your grandpa worked there. Congratulations on the new gig, Chip. Thanks, Buck. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm a St. Louis native. Went to high school there. Was a straight C student. So <laughs> I'm excited to go back. Uh, you know, look, Atlanta is a special place and has been for a long time for me and my family, and it wasn't easy to leave. But, look, when uh, the Cardinals call, you have to listen. And uh, uh, it's an exciting new chapter for me and my family, and I leave Atlanta, as I said in my post on social media yesterday, a blessed person for all the kindness that's shown to me by so many there. Chip, I'm just guessing there are not very many jobs you would uh you would uh, this brave job was special uh right, is this the only job of, that that you'd be taking the st louis job over uh, i can't imagine it's easy walking away from what you've accomplished here in the city of atlanta with the braves absolutely uh you know i, I work for the cubs uh and there's obviously family connections there but st louis is a special place it's where i grew up it's where i fell in love with the game it's where i first i saw my first game as i I like to joke. I think I was conceived after a game at Old Sportsman's Park <laughs> in 1964. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it wasn't easy. This was not just something I, I, I took on flippantly. But, you know, like the Braves, the Cardinals is a gold standard job. And, and the fact that my mom is there and family's there and I grew up there, that was just icing on the cake. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, leaving Atlanta is, 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 is difficult under, <laughs> under those circumstances. But as I said, when the Cardinals call, it's a gold standard place. You have to at least listen. And they, and they were kind enough to, to make me an offer. Chip, what do you think your dad, Skip, and your grandfather, Harry, what would they be thinking uh, with this news, well, with you taking the Cardinals job? I hope they're happy. Uh, you know, as you said, we're all we were all born there. Uh, my grandfather started in 1945 there. Uh, my dad uh, filled in for him in the 60s as I was born. Bob Hyland, who is one of the great radio executives of all time, uh, got the Cardinals radio network going on their flagship KMOX uh, for for so many years. In fact, he was he was really the precursor to Jonathan Chadwick, you know, the great Braves radio <laughs> producer. I mean, when you talk about superb and superior. 
radio geniuses, uh, Jay Chad and Bob Highland, are certainly in the in the in the same sentence. Uh, but you know, I, I hope they're proud. Um, you know, going home is important. Uh, we all knew and understand what St. Louis means to the Cardinals and vice versa. And to be a, a native of that place and to be welcomed in that family so warmly is, is really a, a very humbling thing, just as it was when I came to Atlanta uh, in the early 2000s. So uh, this is a happy day for us. I leave, as I said, with a heart full of gratitude for everybody involved. And we made a lot of great memories together and celebrated a World Series, went through the rebuild, saw some great players. And uh, I hope uh, those memories for fans won't ever change because they certainly won't for me. 18 years uh, calling Braves games. What a great run. Congratulations on that. What do you think you're going to miss about this group here? Oh, my friends. Uh, you know, Buck, you, you, you know, uh, the folks at 680 have, have been so great to me. And, and you know this personally. Uh, we don't work with coworkers. We work with friends and we work with family and the people I encountered every day in our TV truck and our TV crew, they are the best in the business. I mean, Gretchen Caney, Drew Jenkins, uh, Brandon Culpepper, so many others, uh, Valerie Burrell, our stage manager. I mean, these are, these people are our surrogate families and, uh, not working with them every day and, and, and showcasing their unbelievably good work on the TV side is, is the most difficult part of, of a transition like this, because those, those friendships mean a hell of a lot more than saying ball two to somebody. And uh, knowing that I'm not going to be representing them day, day to day is a, a, a very, very sad thing. But I know I left the booth in really good hands, and I feel very confident that whoever's fortunate enough to get that job is going to step in and work with the best baseball crew in the major leagues. And I hope they're greeted as warmly and welcomed as warmly and has the, has, uh, the ability to have as good a run as I had. So, uh, as I said, it's a happy day. And I, I'm uh, I'm eternally grateful for everything Braves Country did to me or did for me and, and my family. Chip, I know I'm like a lot of other uh, Braves fans out there uh, that enjoyed uh, hearing you, uh, watching you call these Braves games. Knowledgeable, it's really obvious you love the game. And I tell you what really stands out to me is you, you never took yourself too seriously like some of these other broadcasters. I mean, you made it fun to listen and watch these Braves games, uh, laugh a little bit along the way. You provided some excellent insight and all that, but I, I just love the way you made it fun. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, I learned a long time ago from a TV executive that our job is to inform and entertain. And, look, anybody can broadcast a game buck when it's 3-3 in the bottom of the ninth inning and the bases are loaded, right, or your team's uh, running a 15-game winning streak. It's when things aren't going so well that you – you have to have the latitude to be able to, you know, spread your wings a little bit and talk about other stuff, take the, the sting out of a particularly tough run of, of baseball. And uh, my partners, Joe and Jeff and Paul Bird and BJ and, and Nick Green, I mean, the list goes on and on. They all made my job very easy because the, the play-by-play guy's job is to steer the ship, and I teed those guys up, and they never, ever whiffed in the tee box. And I'm grateful for that. And as I said again in my post, and if you haven't seen it, go to my Facebook page. It's on there. The only reason I was good is because my teammates made me good. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I was just a, a cog in a very big wheel covering Braves baseball, and I'm grateful for the opportunity and the privilege of doing it. And as I said, whoever follows me is going to have a great run because those people will take fantastic care of them. What kind of reaction have you gotten from the people in St. Louis? Uh, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to social media. My kids are on that. Uh, they say it's been very positive. Uh, I know Joe Buck said some very nice things, which is nice. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't pay attention to that so much, Buck. Other than 
uh, I feel welcomed. I feel, uh, you know, appreciated. And I feel uh, really, really excited to, to go back home. You know, tradition means a lot in our game. And I tried to honor that with my dad and my grandfather in Atlanta and uh, the opportunity to try to continue what my grandfather started way back in 1945 is, is amazing. And 32 years ago, uh, the Cardinals offered me the job. Uh, their, their intention was to have Joe Buck and me work together. And that didn't happen because I was early in my Orlando Magic uh, uh, days as <laughs> a young broadcaster. But here we are 32 years later. The opportunity came around again, and I just couldn't say no. So life's come full circle. The broadcasting career's come full circle. And uh, uh, Braves country is certainly a gigantic part of that, and I'll never forget it. Happy for you, man. 18-year run here. We enjoyed every moment. Best of luck in St. Louis. Chip, we appreciate your time. We'll see you down the road. Okay, Buck, I'm going to teach those Missouri guys how to play SEC football, okay? We'll get them straightened out. <laughs> yeah, How's get them about? straightened out, brother. boy. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Chip Carey, voice of the St. Louis Cardinals now on the TV side. So we change it up here in Atlanta. Speaking of the Braves, coming up, what's this Braves batting order going to look like? They were talking about it at the coffee shop today, and I'm going to talk about it next. Here on the Buck Blue Show, live in the Battery Atlanta on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Happy Tuesday. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Having Chip Carey on as he walks out the door here in Atlanta, going home to St. Louis. Wishing him nothing but the best. I'm not sure what his bosses were like, but I certainly, I grew up, you know, watching and listening to his father, Skip, on these Braves uh, radio broadcast and on the TV side. And just loved how they would give you excellent uh, insight into what was going on on the field and at the same time laughing and having some fun and, and having a little bit of a personality. The last thing I ever wanted was to be hit over the head by people just trying to convince you how smart they are as it relates to baseball. So I really appreciate the style that Chip brought to the table. Gave you a little both. Had fun. Gave you a little insight along the way. It was good stuff. And wishing him the best in St. Louis. We've been spoiled around here, Buck, for a long time with some really good broadcasters, both on the television side and the and the radio side, between Skip's whole family and then Pete Van Weren and Don Sutton and Joe Simpson, now Ben Ingram and Chip and, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you get these bosses. And, and I, again, I don't know what it was like over there on the TV side, but that wants you to do it one way or the other. But I like the uh, I like both both sides of the coin, so to speak. Yeah, I want to talk some baseball, yeah. but also want to have a little fun. And yeah, yeah it's, it's tough know, to find and, that that right balance. He and Frenchie and 
uh, Glav and those guys, they gave you both, man. Just like his dad used to back in the day. Speaking of the Braves, let's chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, I had to get Rhett to school a little early today. Uh, he needed to sit down with a chemistry teacher. Having a little trouble in chemistry? That's, well, that's a tough one. Yeah, and, and, and hey, just like his dad, too, man. Can't say I was thriving in chemistry. I used stuff. to look at that that chart they would pull down in the classroom, and yeah. I'd go, Looks oh, like oh, Lord. A foreign language, oh, basically. Oh, Lord, yeah. no. you, didn't, you didn't remember all the periodic <laughs> symbols like I did? Yeah. And, you know, he's saying the same thing I used to say is, when am I going to ever use this? Um, if you study, become a chemist in, in college, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I don't think it. Rhett's going to do that. <laughs> he might get into sports talk radio, too. We'll see. Anyway, I had to drop him off early, and so I had time to stop by the coffee shop and see what the boys were talking about down there. They're already into Braves baseball. I tell you what, they are already breaking it down. They're not talking about the uh, Falcons defensive coordinator hire. I'm sure they were talking about stats for the last couple of days. I missed that. Today they were talking about what's this lineup going to look like with Dansby Swanson now putting on that Cubs uniform. Because, you know, Dansby hit number two in the lineup in the batting order last season. So what's Snit going to do to change it up? Well, you know, Snit hadn't told me what his lineup's going to look like yet. I remember Dansby really was a catalyst because he struggled at the beginning of last season and then really turned it on. And once he was in that two-hole, really a catalyst for the offense. Oh, yeah. He, He put up some numbers, man, to be admired. But I know what I would do to the batting order. And so, since it's my show, I'll share you what I would do with this Braves lineup in 2023. A couple of big questions. Uh, Where is Michael Harris II going to hit in the lineup? Because he hit ninth last season. And let me tell you what, he's looking at a promotion now. uh, You're not going to see Harris hit ninth uh, anymore, I don't believe. And then you got the newbie, the new catcher, Sean Murphy. Where's he going to hit in the lineup? So I'm sure Snit has it all worded out. But these are the two big questions as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the easiest one to answer is Sean Murphy. This is an easy one. Now, he hit third in the lineup for the Oakland A's. Third. But, folks, this isn't Oakland. This is Atlanta. And let me tell you what we do here in Atlanta. The trend is, is we're going to hit some dingers. Is that kid at the Little League World Series, what was that last year? The big kid said, yeah, I'm uh, Joe Smith, and I hit dingers. That's what the Braves do. I mean, you look at... My name's Alfred Delia. Back home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. That's right. (laughs) That kid hits dingers, and so does the Atlanta Braves. 2021 hit 239 bombs. 2022, we hit 243 bombs. And that's amazing. That's number two in the history of the Atlanta Braves. 243 bombs. And that was with only getting a combined 23 out of Acuna and Albies. And I guarantee you we're going to get more than that this year. So we're, we're pushing the envelope here with this lineup to break the Braves' single-season record with home runs. 
249, and that was in 2019. Hard to believe hitting more home runs than they have the last couple seasons. These I last like it, three years, man, we've been hitting dingers. Whew. And we're going to hit a lot more of those this year. So, look, I've stood by this from day number one that Ronald Acuna Jr. is the leadoff man for the Atlanta Braves. And I know there's been other guys who are saying, hey, put him, move him down in the lineup, giving more uh, RBI opportunities, the way he can drive the ball. Ronnie wants to hit leadoff. And you know what? I want Ronnie to be happy. And I think he really does a lot of damage there in that leadoff spot. So, you know, for me, I've got Ronald Acuna Jr. still in that leadoff spot. In the middle of the lineup, I think that's pretty easy to realize that it's going to be Olsen. It's going to be Riley. You're going to see Sean Murphy in the middle there. So I'm going to go Olsen 3. Riley, four. Murphy, five. You skipped one right there, Buck. That two holes, the big important spot, I'm coming spot, back right? to the two spots. That's spot. the big important spot. Yeah, I'm just getting to the obvious here. So where will Murphy be inserted in the lineup? Right in the middle of the lineup. Again, hit three in Oakland. This is in Oakland. This is Atlanta. So I'm going to slide him down. He's going to be hitting in the five spot. So three Olsen, four Riley, five Murphy. That brings me to the sixth spot. I'm going to skip over that for a second. Ooh. Six and two interchangeable? Seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, nine. I've got Ozuna as the DH hitting seventh. I've got the platoon in left field hitting eighth. And the platoon is you got Rosario. Is it Luplo? Luplo, I think. Maybe Luplo. You got coming in. So he's the righty that will face the lefties and play left. You got Rosario against the right handers, will hit on the left side. And so those guys in a platoon, I've got them sharing that number eight spot. And I've got Von Grissom hitting ninth. I've got Von Grissom hitting ninth. So back to the two and the six. And I see that as an interchangeable situation between Michael Harris II and Ozzie Albies. That when Harris has got it going on, and he's, he's swinging the bat and he's making contact, I want him at the top of the lineup. I've got Harris hitting second. Albies has shown that he's very comfortable down in the middle of the lineup as a, uh, a run producer. And so I've got Albies hitting sixth. Now, let's say Harris goes into a little bit of a funk. All right, I'm sliding him to six, and I got Ozzie Albies going up to second. So let's say the Braves are facing a right-handed pitcher today, which they'll do more times than facing the lefty. I've got Acuna leading off. Got Harris hitting second. Olsen hitting third. Riley hitting cleanup. Murphy hitting fifth. Albies hitting sixth, Ozuna hitting seventh, Rosario hitting eighth, and Von Grissom hitting ninth. And that's what I told the boys at the coffee shop today. Interchangeable at two and six. And there you go. That's me chopping it up for you today. We're going to hit some dingers this year, brother. If you like the home runs, I know chicks, 
Dig the long ball. We're going to see a lot of that this season. Man, you got to get signed up. We've got our 30th anniversary going on, and we're kicking it off, the celebration, with a ultimate Hilton Head Island golf getaway. We're going to hook you and three of your friends up with a six-night, seven-course golf vacation, courtesy of 680 The Fan and America's Golf Island. That is Hilton Head Island. Now, the prize pack includes a six-night golf villa stay for four at the awesome Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort. Seven rounds of golf for your foursome at some of the country's premier golf courses, including Harbor Town Golf Links. Doesn't everybody want to play that? I know they do. Plus, you're getting a $250 Hilton Head Golf Island gift card for each golfer in the group. And then our friends at Infinity of Gwinnett have stepped up. Our grand prize winner will also get to drive to Hilton Head in style with a brand-new QX80, plenty of room for the foursome and the golf clubs. Check out all the luxury vehicles at infinityofgwinnett.com. Now, you got to enter, and you need to do it now. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30. That's slash 30, and you got to do it before February 3rd. It's the final day of January today. So if you're interested in booking your own ultimate golf getaway, let's say you don't win, simply go to playthegolfisland.com. Overcast day today, but my goodness, look at this. I, I got the shades. I'm ready to go shades to the club, on, baby. Club. I'm not inviting Stetson. I remember my shades today, bud. You got them, brother. I said I was going to do it. So let's get the shades on and let's go to the club. See shades what's going on, on down there. Get your back on the wall and check them out. Well, today the quarterback club's Brock Purdy. Complete tear, reportedly, of the UCL. Uh, he's facing surgery, obviously. And, and what a bad break for Purdy. What a tough break. I mean, he got an unexpected opportunity. He was the last guy taken in the draft. The very last player selected in the draft. Goes to a great spot in San Francisco. He watches the other two quarterbacks get hurt. And Shanahan says, Purdy, next man up. And he goes, and they win like 30 games in a row, it seemed like. And he was in complete control, brother. And then they have to go to Philadelphia. And on the sixth play of the game, he gets rocked back in the pocket trying to throw the ball. And he rips up the UCL. Hey Buck, I just saw one of the angles on they were re replaying on the NFL Network that I hadn't seen before of where you can just see the elbow. Oh, oh yeah. man, that looks painful. So he's looking at a total reconstruction. So we're talking nine months here. What a tough break. I mean, just when you think, okay, I've, I've gone through all this adversity, all these doubters and critics, got my opportunity, and I stepped up and delivered. And then, boom, it's all taken away from you. And now it looks like uh, 2023 looks like a wash. So what does San Francisco do now? Now, I don't believe they're going to bring back Jimmy G. 
He's probably on the way out. He's wanting way too much money. Trey Lance, who they gave up, what, three first-round picks for? Coming off ankle surgery, I think he'll be ready to go when these off-season workouts start. So I would imagine right now it's looking like Trey Lance will be taking reps with a first-team offense going into the season. Now, the 49ers could also go out and bring somebody in. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. They'd have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. But I guess those are uh, things that they're considering. John Lynch right now is considering this with with Shanahan. What are they going to do? I tell you what, the uh, Lynch and Shanahan leadership in San Francisco, the theme of their tenure has been injuries at the quarterback position. And here we go again. Brock Purdy, I feel for you, man. It's going to be a long year for Brock Purdy, waiting and watching. They'd have protected a little better. He would have been the man for the 49ers going into the 2023 season. Instead, his career's in jeopardy. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then. Heart goes out to the young quarterback in San Francisco. Buck, I hate this speculation. We don't know what Tom Brady's going to do, but if he were to stay, doesn't that look like a real nice landing spot? Well, I would think you're looking at one year. Sure. You're looking at one year. Win the Super Bowl. You got to feel good about what Purdy did when he got in there. He'd be a, he's a great fit in this scheme. Turned out to be an awesome leader. Yeah, I think those rumors about Tom Brady going to San Francisco seemed to die down just a little bit because Purdy was in such was playing in such great form. But yeah, when I hear Brady and Rodgers at this point in time in their career, I'm thinking one year. Oh, sure, yeah, it's not a long term. It's a band aid. Come on in and play one year, but win with one goal and one goal only. Win big, winning the Super Bowl, and we can always go back to Purdy. I've given up on Trey Lance. I mean, if you can't get it figured out in three years. I'm not sure I'll be depending on you. And there's the quarterback club today. Get the shades on in the club. Yes, sir. Uh, 404-231-1680, the phone number. We we, are going to take some calls here right now. Let's go to Clint. He joins us on the Buck Blue Show. Hello, Clint. What's going on today, buddy? Clint, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. How you doing? Man, we're doing well. You, uh, I'm trying to win the Jimmy Buffett ticket. Say that again? I probably called the wrong number. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Let's what do you say we get to a bulldog round? Hey, let's go to the round table. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Okay, National Signing Day 2 comes up tomorrow. And let me be uh, right out there. Let me be one of the first to say congratulations 
These student athletes that are going to sign that letter of intent, heading off to college, many of these players getting the college paid for. Believe the way it works now, we roughly have about 50,000 student athletes annually uh, signing their letter of, uh, of intent. Now, it doesn't all happen on the 1st of February. Football has basically moved back to December the 21st this past year. But uh, wishing them uh, the, nothing but the best as they move on to college and uh, looking forward to seeing what all goes down coming up tomorrow. Talking about the Georgia Bulldogs right now, I think 24-7, maybe the composite of all these recruiting sites Georgia is listed uh, right behind Alabama at number two. You got Alabama one, you got Georgia two. Now, Georgia, I believe, signed uh, uh, 20-something guys back in December. And so they won't be real busy tomorrow. But I think it's odd in that suddenly we've become tied in you at UGA. I mean, look at Bowers and, and Washington we had some guys transfer out. I think they have already gotten lost and lucky from Norcross High School has signed the dotted line back in December. Pierce Sperlin from Florida has uh, the state of Florida has already inked. So they got a couple of guys coming in. But what about tomorrow? Is there a chance the Georgia Bulldogs only going to sign a couple of guys? Could two of those guys be tight ends? I would say, yeah, there's a chance of that going on. You got Deuce Robinson, one of the top 20 rated players overall in the nation, top rated tight end in this 2023 class. He's from Phoenix, Arizona, six foot six, 235 pounds. Sounds a little like uh, Darnell Washington here, coming from the West Coast. Now, Southern Cal is in on him. So you got Lincoln Riley lying to him what he's going to do for him. Texas and Oregon also in the mix, as I understand it. But I saw where uh, Kirby and his staff, they've been on deuce. So keep an eye on that one coming up tomorrow. I guess there's a chance he doesn't sign tomorrow. You don't have to sign tomorrow. Still got a little time to get it figured out. But keep an eye on the name Deuce Robinson. And then also you've got the tight end Walker Lyons. Six foot four, two hundred thirty-five pounds, tight end, and a guy that was previously in love with Stanford. And why wouldn't you be? But then Stanford got rid of their head coach. He's not there anymore. So reportedly, Walker Lyons took a step back, started reevaluating things. Smart guy. You don't get any dummies going to Stanford. Utah's in on him. Utah's a hot property out there in the Pac-12. Also, Georgia has spent some time with him recently. So keep an eye on that name, Walker Lyons and Deuce Robinson. Could Georgia add two more tight ends to this recruiting class? Suddenly, the University of Georgia is tight end university, baby. Would it stun you to see that happen tomorrow, DT? Uh, in, re in reference to the tight ends? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you've watched, it's funny because, you know, for years we talked about how the the, Fal or the Falcons, have, the Bulldogs don't seem to utilize their tight ends a whole lot. And then obviously you've seen the last they do. two or three years, it's almost like the, the tight ends, the entire offense runs through the tight ends. So, yeah, if I'm a 
young athletic tight end, and I want to catch some balls, and I think it's a good good place to go. Well, and you look at this this offense in 2023, you got some regard as the top player in college football coming back in Brock Bowers. I'll say it again, Buck. He's one of the most complete college football players I've ever seen. I look at him as a big receiver. Well, he could have he could have played in the NFL his freshman year. That's, I mean, that's how I feel almost. I, I mean, mean, he's he's he, big, he's talented, he's skilled, he's fast, he's tough, he's a great teammate. Everything you'd want out of a big receiver. And then you got Oscar Delp coming in from West Forsyth as a freshman a year ago. Got his feet wet around the uh, the scheme, trying to get things figured out. And I saw him play at the high school level three years, and left so so impressed with him being a big receiver a big playmaker. They got him the ball early and often. They even lined him up in the Wildcat, direct snap to Oscar Delph, and he did some wonderful things doing that. This guy is talented. Year number two on the campus, I'm expecting to see a lot more out of Oscar Delph in this offense coming into the season. I'm a big fan of Lawson Lucky, too, out of Norcross. Saw him play at the high school level, making some circus catches, too, for Norcross High. He's going to be a big-time player, too. I can't say I've seen Sperlin play very much, but keep an eye tomorrow on Deuce Robinson and Walker Lyons to see what they end up doing. We'll come back, get into a little college football. Saban's busy over in Tuscaloosa. We'll talk about it next. Buck Belushio here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. got the Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Tuesday's off to a great start. We're trying to squeeze it all in today. I'm ready to talk some college football, man. Mm, tasty. Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Nick Saban, a busy man. He's looking for a new offensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator. Didn't seem to hurt their recruiting class, ranked number one, going into tomorrow. But reportedly, Saban sat down with a UW offensive coordinator. That's the University of Washington, the Huskies. And their offensive coordinator last season was Ryan Grubb. And remember that quarterback the Huskies had last year, Penix? Transferred in from Indiana. Man, he was throwing it. They were 60% pass, 40% run under Grubb. And he sat down with Saban here over the last 48 hours, reportedly. You know, Greg McElroy on the SEC Network, former Alabama quarterback, saying that this offensive coordinator hire is one of the biggest hires for Nick Saban during his history at the University of Alabama. 
McElroy said the number one hire was bringing Kiffin in, you know, to escort Alabama out of the ground and pound offense into the more recent, we're going to spread you out and throw the ball all over the field. That seemed to work out very well. So Grubb would fit that, at least with the personnel he had last year. They were number seven in college football, scoring almost 40 points a game. Now, the defensive coordinator hire reportedly reading today that Saban has reached out to Jeremy Pruitt. There's been no job offer, but he has spoken with Pruitt. And let me just mention here that Saban would have to go through Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, to get approval if he wanted to hire Pruitt. Because remember the uh, stuff that Pruitt and his staff were doing up at Tennessee, the cash money and the McDonald's bags. SEC bylaw 19812 requires that any SEC school that is considering hiring an individual who has participated in activity that resulted or may result in a level one, level two, or level three, or major infraction to have its president or chancellor consult directly with a commissioner prior to offering employment to that individual. I wouldn't look for Pruitt to get the job. But Saban reportedly reached out to him. Nick Saban, a busy man. He's got a lot on that to-do list when he shows up for work every day. Hire two coordinators that will lift this Alabama program so they can take down the bully Georgia. Starting in 2023. And there you go. There's some college football for you on the way out the door today. Time for the final word. And I wanted to place my vote live on the air today. You may have seen this. Nike is cutting back on the Major League Baseball jerseys that the team can wear. The teams in Major League Baseball, like the Braves, last year they wore seven different uniforms. This sounds like some of the high schools out there. And we were associated with one that had about seven uniforms. And, you know, the dues were really expensive when you've got seven different uniforms. So Nike wants the uh, teams to cut back to a, a limit of four. So what am I going to eliminate? Uh, the Braves last season, they wore seven. There was the home white, the road gray. You had the navy, the red, the cream, and the throwback uniform that I just love so much. And then they had the white with the gold numbering, lettering, because of the World Series. So obviously, I vote to keep the white. That is a great look. One of the best in baseball, the home whites. So there's one of the four. I like the uh, the, the all gray when they're on the road. Traditional. I like that, so I would vote white, gray. I would take the navy over the red. Gone. I just think the navy is such a classic look. And I've always been a big fan of the red with the Georgia ties. But I'm willing to go navy over the red. 
I would get rid of the cream. I never liked the uh, creme de la creme. The, oh. the, the cream. I never did like that. Well, I'm going to disagree with you then, Buck. All right. And then I would vote to at least throw out those throwback uniforms. Because every time I see the Braves wearing that, I think of Hank Aaron. Think of Dale Murphy. Think of Ralph Gar. So I'd like to hang on to the throwbacks. Uh, the gold lettering, that's got to go anyway. We didn't win it all last season. So, Nike, there's my vote. Just throw that in there with the Braves, and we'll see how that goes. So, you like the cream. I do. It gives kind of an old, like a throwback feel. I think it's boring. Okay. <laughs> it's a shame, okay, you yeah. got like you said, though, it's a shame, Buck. You got to get rid of the golden one. You can't, can't pull that one off this year. Yeah, that's got to go anyway. Don't you think those seven uniforms, that's a bit too much? I was surprised. I would have guessed they wore them maybe five, six, but yeah. I would think high school was way too much also. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we had home and away. Yeah, we had two. That's that's pretty silly. Costing the parents a fortune to finance all that. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Hope you'll join me tomorrow, Monday through Friday, here on The Fan, 10 to 11. And be ready. This is the fastest one-hour show in the business. Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.